0: Welcome back to Sabah Al-Muslim on Radio Islam International. We cross over now to uh, Nigeria and we speak to uh, Nigerian security analyst Confidence McHarry about the outcome of the presidential elections there. Uh, While 25 million voters out of the 87 million registered took part in Nigeria's elections on the 25th of February, opposition parties are now challenging the results in the country's Supreme Court, claiming the electoral body breached the law and its own rules. This comes after Bola Tinubu. Of the ruling party, the All Progressive Congress, won 37% of the vote. Uh, confidence, a very good morning to you and welcome to Radio Islam International. Good morning, thank you for hosting us today. Now, the opposition parties that are crying foul, have they been able to come up with uh, solid evidence? You know, the, the process, the court process was started um,
1: compared with Kenya, where the Supreme Court has this. You know, if there was no fraud or in a parties. Nigeria's poll, compared to Kenya, is a marathon, such a spirit, so it takes about 740 days. So it has processes, that to go through the appeal courts and the tribunal set up like the appeal courts first election tribunals, and then after that, if the appeal court rules and the parties are not satisfied, with such ruling it goes all the way to the Supreme Court. So give or take, it takes about 740 days. So as of last week, Wednesday, um the the um the labor Party, which can third according to our next results have said they will still be the court order so what the court has done is to grant them access inspect the electoral commissions materials uh, so that is exactly where we are although the main opposition repeatedly led the protest at high neck office yesterday in Abuja, so um it's mostly uh, it has mostly been a case of uh, threats to go to court and pressure on in the, in the judiciary and also on the streets uh, led by the main opposition
0: so we know that Bola Tinubu has been declared the winner, but only twenty five million out of eighty seven million registered voted and he got thirty seven percent of that vote. So does, does this has this diminished the the, 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 the the victory in any way?
1: Yes, in some way it does. Uh, Nigeria's presidents have been fighting for, have been battling legitimacy issues for some Mm -hmm. time. Uh, When you look at it in context, in 2019, it was only just about one in four or five people that elected president Buhari, because that year's election was about 35%. But there was um, there, were, uh, there was a little bit of optimism that 2023 was going to be different because there was renewed interest in voter registration, collection of voters' card, and also turnout on election day. This is something we saw. I was on the ground on election morning. I I went around in Lagos from the studio where I was trying to analyse the elections. I saw for myself there were large voter turnouts. Even social media confirmed this that people were at their polling units as far as as early as 6 a.m. But when did the electoral officials show? That's a different case entirely so the electoral officials actually showed up hours and hours late close to when voting was supposed to end because normally according to the rules uh voting is supposed to start by 8 a.m and by 2 p.m the line is closed the queue is closed as for any other person who has not been accredited will no longer be accredited and by 4 pm voting is supposed to end in so many states the electoral officials Came to the polling units by 3 p.m. Some did not come at all, some came around 6 p.m. when voting is legally supposed to have ended. So, what that thing simply did was that it suppressed the number of people who eventually turned out. Um, we are currently having official estimates of voter turnout at about 25%, which ex- exactly is not what we saw that happened, given the interest <coughs> of people that came out to vote. So, on one hand, you could say that. Yes, it could be a deliberate tactic by the electoral umpire to suppress votes. We do not know for sure whose interest it was acting on. And on the other hand, it just continues to tell you how illegitimate Nigeria's presidents have been, especially because a while in 2019 we were one in four or five people that elected the president, right now we are seeing even less figures, as even worse and damning figures that you could extrapolate it to one in seven people in the entire country because there's actually, it, it, I mean, it is very head scratching to explain how we have about 93 million people registered um, to pick up their voters card, and then about 18 million people said they are going to vote, yet the person who got elected just got elected with just about 14 million people. It just absolutely does not make sense. and The Electoral Commission has a lot to answer for.
0: So, what is the, the, the sentiment amongst Nigerians now, if, if uh, Bolatinubu does indeed now uh, become the next president? Is there anything that's likely to change? Is there going to be significant change, considering that he's from the same ruling party?
1: Yeah, um, the, the Bolatinubu's campaign, Sweden, uh, has been a uh, really For the Barry administration, it was mostly a case of change from the previous way of doing things. Um, Not many people. I I can tell you this: not many people really have that much hope uh, in an EPC-led government. You could see it from uh, the way many people voted. I There are many people. There are many people that feel that if the elections were held in a free and credible manner that the APC was going to lose, and that the only reason why the EPC, uh won was because of tactical voter suppression using delayed logistics and uh, violence in many parts of the opposition struggle, especially really in the South, you know, but um, it, it's essentially what, we, what many of people, including the markets, are looking like is what... Bolatinobu's but, but economic policies would be. And in the first place, one of the key things, one of the key economic issues in Nigeria is the uh, fuel subsidy, uh, which has been going on for, for decades that go back to, at least, the necessary services. So success, many of the, the leading candidates during the presidential uh, election promised to end this because it got so much money. So I think yesterday Tsunubu uh, came out to say that in, one of the first things he will do is to end the fuel subsidy and then translate it into other social safety outcomes such as transport subsidies for the lowest and the most vulnerable people in society. But the problem with that particular approach is that Nigeria has not conducted an accurate... Nigeria has not conducted the census since 2006. There was supposed to be one conducted in 2016. So all the population is, uh, population Figures we have in Nigeria are merely estimates from the United Nations. So the government does not even know the total number of people in the country, let alone the total number of poor and vulnerable people. There have been other attempts by the government to actually use social safety nets to cover the poor and vulnerable, but it ended up in immense corruption where such money are diverted. So one of the first things to government to have to do is conduct a credible mm-hmm. census to so actually know how many people there are and the kind of economic uh, benefits and economic policies it wants to
0: implement is something that we have to risk. All right, conference, thank you so much for your time this morning. We really appreciate it. Thank you. For